Mr. Graham. Two down and one to go. Another long old slog. Oh, uh, we got Mr. Farka to talk about this next one. Is it Topics? Oh, it's a Topics. So many Topics. So many Topics. Hopefully we'll do better at the Topics this time. And and hey, you know, this time it's not going to be what? A Sheffield United supporter talking oh, about Timu Pookie for an hour when he was supposed <laughs> to be talking about his show. Goddamn right. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great day, a the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Look great and short. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the man with the plan, Mr. Samuel Graham. Oh, I have a plan. Oh, you have a plan? Big time plan. Yeah. Yep. What you can do with that plan? Uh, that plan is to make you feel as ostracized. It doesn't matter what you're going to do with the plan. <laughs> Sam and myself both work uh, in the wide and spirit industry and both have a... Oh, that's the wrong excuse one. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah? Excuse me, Daniel. Uh, that is a line from um, The Rock, who was a wrestler about 20 years ago before you were born. Now you would know him as Dwayne Johnson, uh, an actor <laughs> that used to have... Uh, a WWE career. Uh, back, also back then, it was called the WWF, in case you didn't know. <laughs> You're older than old now, fuckface. Fuck We're recording at the DU Public House just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Very easily indeed. Just go onto your internet browser of choice and uh, email us. Do you football show at gmail.com or jump on your social media platform of choice and search at do you football show. See, trying to be all witty. You were all over the place combining. Not your, all over you, the place. You were doing the internet browser of choices. I like that. Is for your whore move that you do later. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> or as I always like to say, you can zoom your ass in, which is the case of tonight. And our good friend, Daniel, Daniel, how you doing brother? I'm doing well. Excellent. And who do you support? Good, sir. I am a big North city fan. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again with the white vans. Hold on. Sammy, Sammy, would you like to talk about the topics? We have more topics. We should talk about the topics. Hey, number one topic, don't lose nine now. We, we should have topics. Lots <laughs> like and friends. lots of topics. Yes, topics. All the topics, you know. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. That will never die. So is the red-blooded Americans we are. We vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Sammy, what are we drinking today? Humdinger. <laughs> this is uh, Ragged Branches Pickerel's Reserve. This is their bottle and bond weeded bourbon. Um, this is from barrel number one, bottle number 136. It is 100 proof. Obviously, it's bottle and bond, which means a minimum of four years old. This is a five-year-old, and you will never be able to find this again. So find it if you can, my friends, uh, and drop the about 
300 bucks that it'll cost to pick up this bottle of whiskey. The reason you'll never find it again is obviously the great man, Dave Pickerel himself, whiskey legend, whiskey royalty is no longer with us. Um, except for the bottling of this whiskey, he was uh, farm to table. On all of it. On everything. Yep. He, he ground all the grains. He distilled all the juice. He aged it. The whole nine. Uh, Ragged Branch had held on all to All under this. the watchful eye of the United States government. <clears throat> yes, because it's bottle and bond. Uh, yes, remember already, bottle and bond is a significant uh, qualifier for quality in whiskey. It means it has to be a minimum of four years old and a minimum of 100 proof. In this instance, it is a five-year-old, not a, not a four-year-old. But you know what you're getting with this. And the other big thing is, remember, Dave, Dave cut his teeth making a little uh, weeded bourbon that no one's ever heard of before called Maker's Mark. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it doesn't sell at all. Don't this, even pay attention to him. This is, I, I mean, honestly, we're drinking the last weeder he ever made. Yeah. That's that's what we are drinking today. It's, it's absolutely fucking delicious. Man. And as we really get is. ready to head into the uh, new season of uh, the DU football show, our fourth season. I just wanted to uh, share a glass of something very special between the two of us. Aww. Cheers, my good friend. Thanks, bro. Cheers. Let's have a great show. Now I'm actually going to take a sip of it because I haven't yet, and I know you have. <laughs> Make sure, everyone, you drink legally and responsibly, though, mm. as I am contractually obliged to say. Fuck, that's good. Yeah, it is oh, fucking my good glass God, of whiskey. That, that is good. Very good glass of whiskey. Should retail around two twenty five, but you're not gonna find it for less than three hundred bucks. You're not Just, gonna find it. Yeah. It was one barrel. It was one. It's it's sold out at the distillery. It was one barrel. There was basically two hundred bottles. Of oh, it. by the way, we don't record around the nation's capital anymore. We're in Montana. Go look there. Yeah, go look there. You're just <laughs> go you're, you're look there, not here. You won't find it. <laughs> and end of discussion. Sorry, you're not gonna find it. So, uh. um. In the final installment of our Getting to Know You series, today's club has been of a bit of a yo-yo team, but they are no joke in the championship as they have won two of the last three titles yeah. coming up. Sure have. And done it convincingly, not, not half-heartedly. They've worked the league both times in Norwich. So, Daniel, right off the jump, what is it that got you into Norwich City as a club? Well, it's not much of a story, but when I was around probably nine, 10 years old, I needed a club to support and I didn't want to choose one of those big six clubs. You know, I didn't find any fun in that. So of course, being a nine-year-old, you want to see those cool colors. So the, the bright yellow and green instantly drew me to that. And from there, I kind of just grew in my fanhood. Play, play them in games and stuff like that and just get more and more into the club. And then you're watching everything. And the next thing you know, you're drawn in, right? Of course, yeah. It's been it's been a tough journey, but back in the Premier League, so I can't complain. That would have been that that long ago would have been about the time of Darren Huckabee, wouldn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, famously of the Huckabee Zone. <laughs> Strikers good, way too good for the championship, but not, not good, good enough, enough for, for the, the Premier Prem. League. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh my goodness! How about uh, you go ahead and just kind of break down a quick history of the club? Uh, obviously, the nickname, the grounds, just things like that. Just tell us a little bit about Norwich as a whole. So the club was founded in uh, 1902, and it's centered in the county of Norfolk in East Anglia. So it's basically the only big county out there since it's just a bunch of farmland. Um, it doesn't have too much as far as history goes. Um, a few cup runs, a few uh, 
cup victories here and there. Um, but the biggest thing was the they were one of the founding members of the Premier League in the 90s, and they ended up finishing third going into the UEFA Cup for the only time in their history, ended up beating uh, Bayern Munich, which is probably the club's biggest victory. Very cool. Yeah. Very fucking cool. And uh, uh, where did the name the Canaries come from? So the founder, or I guess he, he refounded the club since it was kind of liquidated in World War I since no fans or anything. Um, so the founder raised Canaries, and that's where the name came from. Kind of bizarre, but here we are. Excellent. Sammy, you want to go with the next one? Is, is, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what changes happened when you went down into the championship following uh, your last season in the Premier League? And then how did you regain promotion? Uh, obviously, Daniel Farkas stuck around, and, and, and that continuity has been a massive part of it. Um, also, but also lost some massive pieces. Lost Ben Godfrey, lost... Um, right. Uh, Lewis, the uh, the wing back as well, mm -hmm. to Newcastle. There was a couple of big losses in that when they went down. There were. I mean, you had to be very focused on the topics. The topics. Which, if you don't know, uh, that was a very famous press conference that Daniel Farka gave in the first season back up in the Premier League, his first season in the Premier League. And with his very scary build and demeanor, and then his very high-pitched voice with the German accent, talking about... The topics. Yeah. Was I would just like to stick to the very topics. fucking funny. Let us stick to the topics. <laughs> yeah, just we all could not get over it. It was just none of it matched the words, the voice, the build. So, uh, to be concentrate on the topics, on the most important things, and we were pretty pretty good to many topics today. Just nothing matched. It looked like somebody dubbed the video, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the uh, the move back down to the championship last season. So, I mean, obviously the biggest part was keeping Daniel Farka and just sticking with him, giving him that um, just free way to just go and do what he wanted. Um, and obviously that is why we're back here. Um, but, I mean, you can't look at the Nord success without looking at their sporting director, um, Stuart Weber. He is pretty much to thank for everything in the past few years, every mm -hmm. success. Um, he's brought in players at <laughs> bare minimum prices from – no name leagues, which isn't very exciting when you like see this transfer and it's like some person from the Bundesliga two. It's like who the and fuck is this? Yeah, you've never you've never heard of him, and somehow he you know kicks on and does an amazing job in the championship. Um, so I mean, obviously that's to thank. Um, I mean the losses have been substantial, but the thing about Stuart Weber and Daniel Farka, they they use that money to find actually better replacements. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I think they found a better replacement for. Ben Godfrey, who is a very attacking center back. Right. Um, and the Ben Gibson from Burnley. Mm -hmm. um, he's he's done an amazing job in the championship. We'll see how he kicks on in the Premier League. But yeah, um, other thing is Max Aarons. They kept him. And uh, mm -hmm. Todd Cantwell, who did an amazing job in the Premier League last time around. That, that was a big save to keep to keep yeah. Cantwell. He was he wasn't was he a really, Chelsea boy, wasn't he? I, no, no, no. That was Gallagher you're thinking of. That was the Chelsea boy. Oh, uh, they're West both Brom. pretty yeah. blonde hair. Yes, yeah, never mind. you can right, be sorry. very easily confused by pretty I, blonde listen, men. Throughout my sound. life, I've been one to be known to confuse blondes that are in my realm. <laughs> yeah, heard. But uh, it's yeah, I mean, honestly, Jesus you think you, you think of it when uh, Everton, which is which is my club, um, signed Godfrey. We were all like twenty five million. What the fuck? I mean, he's been fantastic for us, but he also fits a mold. You're right. He's a very attacking player. And when you guys were up in the prem, and he was the starting center back regularly. 
you guys got exposed a lot. And I think you got exposed a lot because probably not the right guy playing in the middle for you, you know? Yeah, he actually used to be a, they brought him in as a defensive midfielder to mm-hmm. the academy. So that's what, that was assumed where he was going to play. But I think there was an injury one game and he just to fill a role and he did an amazing job. So here we are. I mean, you almost think of th- that position almost being like a John Stones type player where they're a decent ball playing center half that obviously could make the step up into the midfield if necessary, but also sometimes leads uh, leaves you exposed. Well, and it also there there should be something said to credit at least to Norwich, especially sticking with Farka and sticking with the style. Like, fuck you, we're not changing who we are. We we came up, we went right back down. In in a lot of instances, you've heard them say we probably came up a season too early. Well, I mean you know? that's credit to Mr. Weber and yeah. sticking with the manager as well. We know yeah. we might go back down because we probably it's a realistic business plan. That's what I wish one of my goddamn suppliers would do. Yeah, so <laughs> just a realistic business model, right? That hey, this is sustainable. This is what's going to happen. We trust this guy, and bang, look at him. They're right back up as champions of the championship. And and uh, a prime example to this, and then uh, obviously Daniel will let you chime in here as well, is let's look at Burnley. Burnley was a yo-yo team for about four straight seasons where they went up, they went right back down. They went up, they went right back down. And then when they finally got up, they had banked enough money, they had made themselves financially secure that they were like, okay, well, now we're staying here for a while. They ended up getting into Europa at one point as well. I mean, they finished seventh for crying out loud. And why can't that system not work for you guys at Norwich? Well, I think, I mean, Burnley's been touted as the like poster child for this sort of yo-yo club. And it's been talked around in North circles for years now. Let's, let's try and be more like Burnley, which is something I wouldn't find myself saying very often. But <laughs> Nobody um, wants to be Burnley. Uh, then compared to Palace instead, and it's a lot less distasteful. Uh, let's, 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 <laughs> let's, oh, what, what's that? Let's all dig in the dirt and eat earthworms and play the lucky <laughs> light game. I mean, come on. Is that what it's supposed to be? <laughs> if any manager tells you don't do that, you should hit him with a wet fish. Yes, the you fuck should. What does that mean? Sean Dyche, what does that mean? I still can't get over that quote. Uh, please continue, Daniel. Um, but, you, you can see them. I mean, they obviously have a different playing style than Burnley. I mean, they're a lot more free-flowing. They're a lot more possession-based, which was their biggest downfall last go-around. Um, it left them open to all sorts of counterattacks to, with much better players playing against them. So I, I think they've built a much stronger squad this go-around. Um, the, the depth is lacking. Hopefully the transfer window can um, get around that. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to what this season will hold. Well, I know we'll talk about it in um, yeah. in in the transfer part of the show, but I know that there's a pretty damn good loan move you guys have made. Okay. Uh, yeah, like a real big loan move that you guys have made. That's that's going to be key. Uh, but the other big thing about your team, your athletic is shit. Like you can't say they don't run. Like the last time up in the like, there's a reason why you all beat Man City when you were up here the last. Like, you're going to have a go when you play Norwich. They're going to make you fucking run. Yeah, so when Daniel Fucker came in um, the first year, a bunch of players were so mad at him. They wanted to leave since they were putting them through two, three sessions a day, and it was an insane amount of cardio, insane amount of running. Um, and I think a lot of players left because of that. Um, and you know, the ones that wanted to stay stayed and they built a better squad off of that. Um, and you look at them today, they'll outrun any team in the championship. They'll 
pushed their style of play on any team in the championship. And that's how we got here. It's it's why you won the championship going away. Like it was never even a challenge. Can I just recount a quick story? Yes. I think I've told on here before Mm -hmm. about, I I believe it was Rangers. I might be wrong about that, (laughs) but they had some Belgian coach that took them into the, like into the Highlands Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then had the British SAS like run like a, 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 a hostage like recovery <laughs> drills and three or four of the players. I'm sorry. The coach wasn't Belgian. Three or the four of the players were Belgian that decided to just literally keep running off into the dead of the night. Like anything is better than being fucking here. <laughs> and they abandoned the school and just ran off. And so it just, it just made me think of that when, when uh, he was <laughs> Just talking about, yeah, fuck all this three days, three I, times a day. I don't think so. I mean, I'd rather get a transfer to, you know, Sari B than this bullshit. I, I'm sorry. It could be worse. You could be playing for Leeds and Bielsa who will just yeah. make you run like fucking crazy. And then he won't talk to you unless he's naked in the dark on the physio's table. like Or naked outside your bedroom window with binoculars. Otherwise, he's just going to walk around in circles and talk to the ground. He's not even going to give you a reason. At least Farka looks at you and goes, hey, you know, you're running because we want to be a physical team. We want to be an athletic team. That is the topic of the day. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, your club has a very interesting bit of history with the uh, chant on the Ball City as uh, it has uh, a really big significance. Why don't you go ahead and fill us in on that? So it is credited, at least, as the first um, football song or chant. Um, it was written in the 1890s. I had to look that one up. Um, and it was, it was adopted by Norwich shortly after their founding. Very cool. Very cool. And yeah, they say uh, still sung at every match. It's sung at least once all the time. Yep. And the yeah, it's oldest- like it's like a Liverpool is you'll never walk alone. It's sung before every single game and at random times throughout the game. You know, a really Fantastic. cool kind of blending of how like the owner raised canaries. So he called them the canaries mm-hmm. and football chants mm-hmm. uh, like we're weird, real weird blend. Right. It's really hard to say uh, is West Ham's forever blowing bubbles. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be a popular song at the time. They had a youth player coming through that the owner fancied and would call him Bubbles. And that's it. Yeah. And so the fans started singing this We're Forever Blowing Bubbles because it was just a popular song at that time that they had a player nicknamed Bubbles by their owner. So it's just two kind of those worlds colliding. And then Green Street Hooligans happened where they sing that song and kill people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Natural progression. <laughs> for for West Ham, absolutely the hey, natural progression. Hey, listen, hey, the old farm derby, don't fuck with their daughters. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's you very simple. You got the next question, Sam. Roll with it. Uh, so who are some of your major rivals? There's one in particular I can think of <laughs> that I'm sure you'll mention right off the bat. Well, because it's the only two fucking clubs out there. Because it's in the middle of <laughs> fucking nowhere. <laughs> So the, the main rival is Ipswich Town FC, um, better known as the scum uh, <laughs> in Norwich. Um, they're, they're wallowing away in League One right now. They're probably going to stay there for another 10 years like they did in the championship. Um, but unfortunately, we won't get a derby with them for a while. But I think it's 10 years unbeaten and eight games. So can't complain. You, you know, there's always the magic of a cup draw. Somehow, magically those cup draws happen, you know, except for again, if you're West Ham and there's the opportunity to play Millwall 
if you win and you lose to Wimbledon for no. <laughs> <laughs> yep, fair enough. What always happens. Yeah, the, the a I know that the the year you first got the promotion two seasons ago, um, isn't that when Ipwich, Ipwich uh, finished last place, right, and went down to League One? Yes, they they got absolutely I mean, destroyed. That has, the that has to be like the like as far as a rival goes. You're like fuck yeah, we're going now, up and you're going down. You know, you know, this shit rocks. You know it sucks. I mean it's it's one season of euphoria, right? But in in a season where ultimately there's a lot of people that are gonna. Are, are coming up and losing their main rival, right? Even we just talked to the the Brentford woman, yeah, and uh, Miss Jane, and Fulham's going straight back down, right? Right, and that's their main rival, right? So it's almost like, like I want to see Tottenham fail, right? Don't get me wrong, I'm an Arsenal supporter. I want to see Tottenham do shite, but I only want to see them do shite to a point. It's like you, you it's wanna, Batman and Robin. You I want to beat him you. every year. Yeah, yeah. I, I need you, you. I want to see you fucking, you know, cry when we win three nil on your ground and lift the league. I don't. It's, I don't want Liverpool to go actually, down. I want to beat them at Anfield was, like I did this year. It was actually a one-one draw when we lifted the league at White Hart Lane <laughs> the second time. But it's my point is it's like yes, it's awesome to watch you be shit and us do great. But at the same time, I'd love to have that derby. That season, you know what yeah. I mean. I, I've missed that derby. I mean, let's we've we've talked about this before. Is the the fact that Sunderland has dropped so far, and the not being able to have the Tyneware derby, and that's a fun fucking derby. I mean, like, for a neutral, that's, that's one of the best out there. That is a great derby to watch. Yeah. They fucking hate each other. It's Jesus. awesome. It's fucking awesome. They really, really hate each other. I mean, hell, they hate each other so much. Newcastle just has adopted hating Everton because the fucking Sunderland keeper, <laughs> yeah. Jordan Bickford, is our keeper. So they just decided, that's it. We hate Everton. That's our derby now. Yeah, because we need to fucking, we need something to make us excited. Because yep. Steve Bruce said his fucking sausage rolls doesn't do it. <laughs> no, no, so it doesn't. My point is, is that it while it is great, great to watch your rival fail. It does kind of suck that you're not going to have a regular battle with them. You know what I mean? It's it's Batman wouldn't be who he is without the Joker. Right. I think I said Robin earlier and fuck that no, up. You Thank said, you, you for not Batman. calling me out. You I did say Joker. Joker. Yeah, you did. Get yeah, you in. Fine. Get you're in. All right. Don't worry. I see all I know all, dumbass. If you fuck <laughs> up, I'll be the first to let you know. Um, who, who else besides uh, Ipswich? Uh, are there any other major rivals around you? Really, no. I mean, everyone else. I mean, there's there's a few other uh, somewhat large clubs in Norfolk and Suffolk, which is in Eastern Anglia, um, but they're all League One, League Two, non-league. Mm. So, really right. no one else. Have you found anybody that uh, between the Championship and the Premier League that has just kind of gotten your goat? You're just like, oh, they could fuck right. Yeah, actually, funny you should say <laughs> that. It is that fucking goat named Boris. Uh, <laughs> down the fucking road, second farm to the left. <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual goat. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I, I, I really hate Millwall. <laughs> their, their fans are just they so hate annoying. everybody else um, too. So yeah. fair play. There, there's a line. There's a line of people that hate Millwall. We, you know, it's funny. There was the 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 
attempted stabbing the knife fight of uh, the terrorist in England. And of course, there's the one story of the guy who, you know, said, fuck you on Millwall and like just went at him bare knuckles and took the knife away from him. And in that moment, we're all like, yeah, fuck you, I'm Millwall. And then you start to listen to him. And you're like, oh, they're a bunch of racist cunts. Oh, yeah. Like, so immediately yeah, fuck after you, that, Millwall. Yeah. We really hate you. We, right. we, we like Jeff for about that long. Yeah, uh, that long, they thwarted that a fucking terrorist attack <laughs> in a restaurant on Tower Bridge, and, and then or London Bridge, and then three weeks later, they're abusing one of their own black players. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? They're they're <laughs> they're the first team. The minute that they got back into the stands, that the teams all took their knee, that they were the first fans to, to boo. boo. You're yeah. like, uh, you go right back to us sake. hating you again. <laughs> Like, you have this endearing moment we can all remember forever. Fuck you on and Millwall. Nah, no. You no, know what? Yeah, you know what? No. Fuck you on Millwall. Yes. Hey. Fuck you. No. Fuck you. You know what? <laughs> Millwall is the guy in the plaid shirt. Oh, yeah. From that video from Sunday. Uh, it's I, just any cunt that walks out the thing, <laughs> he's headbutting or punching in the face. So it's like good-natured fans, neutrals that want to embrace you. Nah, fuck you. Wham. <laughs> and it... <laughs> Just uh, levels you, Daniel. I'm not sure if you saw the video, but there was video taken from uh, the past uh, champ, the Euro Championship in Wembley of the people that were breaking in to the uh, the into the stadium, and they're pushing over the wall. And there's like Sam said, this one dude in a plaid shirt just standing there, just waiting to hit someone. Just like people will run by, but he just punches one, it kicks connected one, with at least three one, of them, yeah, and then like. He hits one and then turns and waits for the next one. Like, yeah, definitely a Millwall fan. He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to hit people. That's but what I'm going to do. The way he it completely embodied the way Millwall acts as a club. <laughs> oh, all right. So big one. And I know a few of the uh, famous supporters, but I'd like to hear you say it. Who are a few famous supporters of Norwich? So probably the most famous is Hugh Jackman. Mm -hmm. uh, Fucking Wolverine, actor. mate. Wolverine, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, other than that, they're, they're mainly British. Um, the Stephen Fry is a comedian. Um, um, you'll know him if you've ever seen V for Vendetta. And he's nope. okay. So if you <laughs> see V for Vendetta, you will know him immediately. He uh, he plays a uh, news uh, a, a news anchorman. Sam and yes, Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He did. He wasn't Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Also, uh, and you'll be surprised. I know this. Big boy. Big big tall giant bloke you'll be surprised i know this and yes. mel I, I needed to plug this podcast to you i'll actually mention it to you by name off air okay but he um featured greatly at the groucho club oh very in cool. london yeah. yeah with uh bernie Katz. very cool very yep. cool uh any any other people that aren't english uh, not that I can name, but I mean, they're owned by delia smith which is basically the british like julia childs um she's a famous chef very cool. She does that, that famous video where she's just plastered drunk at halftime saying, let's be having you when they're losing. <laughs> they end up winning that game. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if y'all have seen that, but it, it's part of Norwich City legend now. So You know you know what's awesome about being owned by a celebrity chef? What's that? You never have to worry about a nine-pound never-ending pasta bowl. <laughs> 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 Which is exactly what Mike Ashley would be doing. Yes. For his club and has done in the past. Uh, Daniel, when we're all done with this, we'll have to make sure you come to the DU, uh, the Drunkard United closed group, and you need to put that video up for all of our idiots. We'll fucking <laughs> eat that up with a spoon. We'll love it. <laughs> I love it. Sam, you get the honors of asking the big final question. The big question. 
what are your actual expectations for this season? And this is a, a loaded question, I know, because you've done Walk the Dog, you've done Around the World, you've done the TikTok thing, you know, with the being a yo-yo club. Oh, you I, know I all, got the all the tricks. Wait, I don't know if he knows what a yo-yo is. Uh, it's <laughs> being now firmly entered into my middle age mm-hmm. at 35 now. Uh, I just want to make sure. The um, What are your actual expectations for this season? I'm just going to say it, 19th. Yes. I, I think we'll finish right above Brentford, but I I don't unless they have a serious influx of cash, um, serious spending. I don't see it happening. Hmm. Take take the Premier League money, sell a few assets, go back down, do it again, right? Yep, get the parachute payments. It's gone. Yeah, that is the most sensible answer to that question I think I've ever heard from anyone that's ever come on this show. <laughs> it's it, including but, some of our takes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Definitely not sensible are you, are from you, your Are you studying broadcasting in college? Is that? I mean, hold on, hold on. Here we are talking about maturity, and then the most mature thing gets said by the youngest person in the in the call. No shit. God damn it! I was yep. looking for a hot take. He was like, "Nah, you know, probably go down again. It's all right." You know what? Take, well, I've learned not to be scalps. optimistic since last go around. I was wildly optimistic, and it blew up in my face. So. Eh, fair enough. Uh, I still think Arsenal make Champions League this year. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the funniest joke you've told all night. <laughs> it's time to tell you what little anybody knows. It's speculation time. Old what edition, Mel? I don't know. What's the team we're talking about? Oh, Notch. There you go. Very well done. You can go back to the mute button so now. Mel has her blindfold on. She's ready to throw the big dart at the wall. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's time to hit the old mute button and go back to the island game, producer Mel. Well done. All right. The best part is the island game is a farm. Yeah. Not, <laughs> and then for this, it fits. Notch. Well done. So uh, currently... Who have you? Uh, obviously, you've lost one major player, but who have you? Uh, who have you brought in so far? So probably the most well-known acquisition is uh, Billy Gilmore from Chelsea. Um, for once, they've signed someone that I know. That that's massive. Um, we'll see how he kicks on. I he's a little too young. We'll see. Doesn't have a lot of experience. He's, but he's brilliant. <laughs> there's we, there's we really no need place something in there. He's gotten to play with Chelsea. He's looked good when he's gotten to play. There's just no place to play him. There's at Chelsea, yeah. I mean, you got fucking Jorginho. Conte and Jorginho. You can't play yeah, absolutely. Him. Like you can't. But at, at Scotland, if he didn't have to do the COVID uh isolation mm-hmm. uh when they played England, yeah. or I'm sorry. Did Croatia? he miss that game or was that the game when no, that was the game that he played uh-huh. and they said sorry you have to miss the following one. Right. So it was Croatia. Yeah, he missed the Croatia match. That game would have been massively different had Billy Gilmore been involved. And yeah. he's what, 17, 18, yeah. whatever he is. Kid, that fucking 18, kid knows what he's doing. I yeah. that's a brilliant pickup. Yeah. Huge pickup. Brilliant pickup. Um what what are you what are you being linked to so far as far as the uh, club goes? Well, I mean, newly promoted clubs get linked to all sorts of people, people that you wouldn't ever expect. Like, I think I saw Martin Braithwaite from Barcelona was linked with us. That's not happening. They don't have the money for that. Um, but serious ones, um, they've been linked with Philip Billing from Burnmouth. 
uh, young center midfielder. Um, he has he looks promising, but he pl- he played with Huddersfield Town as well. He's not he's he he and he's got Premier League experience. That wouldn't be a bad pickup for you. Guys. No, but he's also six foot nineteen. <laughs> it's massive. Yeah. He's that's that's not a that's not a bad player. That that'll definitely help shore up. He's just a good box to box guy. Um, please continue. Who else? Um, they've been linked pretty heavily with Christopher Iyer from Celtic, um, the center back. I don't think I think the bidding war has gone beyond them now, but we'll see. It's still in development. Um, other than that, everything happens really really quickly. There's usually not a lot of links or rumors, and just happens without any, any warning. So there's he's he's been linked to somebody else as well. I forget what a club. couple of clubs, yeah, but he's was, not one I'm super familiar with as a player in general. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but if there's that much of a bidding war going for him, uh, it's always possible, especially if those clubs are bigger than you, that they lose interest over Celtic trying to foster that bidding war mentality and they just go sign somebody else. And then you end up with a two year loan deal. You're, you know right. what I mean? It's entirely possible also. So I wouldn't rule that out necessarily. Um, yeah, you, I, you, I think they, they may have moved on already. Um, they're looking at Fulham's Tolson Adarabio. Mm. Eh, that would be bad. That would be a bad. Um, but we'll see what they have the money for. Um, what do you feel are uh, holes in the lineup? What do you think needs to be filled? Um, I personally think, first and foremost, they're going to need another center mid. Um, they lost Ollie Skip. He was on loan from Tottenham. Um, mm-hmm. He did amazingly for us. He Don't made worry, the championship team of the That's season. <laughs> um, I think he's going to stay at Tottenham, unfortunately, which is terrible for us. But we had Billy Gilmore, so I can't complain. Yeah. Um, another thing is they're going to need a backup for Pookie. Um, he's he's getting old. He's a lot of miles on him. The Euros, obviously, he didn't look himself since he came into that with a pretty big ankle injury. Um, so they're going to need a competent striker. Well, and he also uh, faded as the season went on the last time you guys were up. He came out swinging at first. It was like, wasn't he like nine goals by the Christmas break and think I he maybe finished around 12 or 13 and just yeah, really kind of dipped lot. off. And yeah, you can, as a player's getting older, like good goal scorers are good goal scorers. For fuck's sake, Vardy's timeless and still keeps putting the ball in the back of the net. And smokes. Right. <laughs> and, and allegedly does lots of cocaine and Red Bull and vodka and, allegedly. and Skittles and Jesus everything. Christ, you can't just lay out <laughs> drug allegations that's why, I said, that's why I said allegedly. You Settle emphasize down. allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, no, hold on. Wait, I, I thought we were, we were not talking about Chelsea. We're talking about Chelsea. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, yeah. <laughs> um, but you you need to have youth. Is is there are there some younger academy players that you're excited about seeing that might start to kind of crack the lineup? So recently, a center back broke into the first team. His name is um, Andrew Andrew Amabama Daly. His his last name is. It took me a long time to get that that's, down. That's my new favorite player. <laughs> He's an Irish international. Yes, um, even he, better. He had to fill in at the end of the season, and he did an amazing job. He looks a lot like Ben Godfrey, actually. Mm. Um, so it looks like he's going to be a very, very competent backup. Um, I- another one is Adam Ida. He is the backup striker right now, came through our academy. Um, he debuted, actually, uh, two years ago against, I think it was Man United. Um, but they're putting a lot of hope in him, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, Sam, I love it. You know, the good the good Irish lad. I'm a Bubba Daly. <laughs> like, I love it. That definitely sounds as Irish as all day. <laughs> Listen, I guarantee you, 
His middle name is something like Fantastic. <laughs> and I am all for it. Like Reward and Shorta. <laughs> like just some lots of CHs and little uh, lines over O's the O's. With the line through. The, yeah. yeah. This guy's an alien. <laughs> all kinds yeah. of crazy shit. <laughs> awesome. And uh do you feel like you're gonna be able to hold on to uh players like uh Aaron? So there's been no speculation so far this summer, but Anything can happen. Um, I think Everton has been heavily linked with him. So is Tottenham. Mm. Um, they've been trying to get him for, I think, two years now. Yeah, um, we're with Everton. The, I think that died with Ancelotti leaving. Um, with uh, Rafa coming in, there's uh, Dumfries, who played for the Netherlands in Euros. Apparently, we're oh, real, Denzel Dumfries. We're real close to him. Apparently, he's going to get a close. massive, massive move to a mediocre team. Yeah, you're that was right. what every pundit said during the tournament. <laughs> and it'll be our mediocre he's gonna, team. He's going to get a fifty-five, sixty million dollar move to a mediocre Premier well, League. You team. know what? At least it'll be my mediocre team and not your mediocre team, Sam Graham. <laughs> Here I we love, go. I love being able to say that to the Arsenal fan who's Here always played in Europe. He has the same mid-table problems as the rest of us now. <laughs> he doesn't have mid-table problems first. I'd say Daniel's probably gone right now. Second. I'd go for some mid-table problems and be real fuck nice. I'd we like played that. in two European finals. <laughs> Last I've heard, you played in none. Yeah. Well, hashtag last, history. Last hashtag Bants. Yeah. And last time I checked, we yes. took six points off your Got ass. it in. Hashtag no, okay. Bants. Actually, hold on. You know what? We we have the younger generation with us. Um, Mr. Graham here for the past two months has been trying to get over hashtag Bants instead of banter. Yeah, yeah the, the base is perfect. <laughs> the base is saying it all. I don't, ca- I don't care if this is an audio medium. The face says it all. He's just like, the fuck did you just say hey, hashtag Graham. bits? You have been uh, judged unworthy by Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, not going to work. It's not going to play. Doesn't mean I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. All right. Well, that's going to uh, about wrap it up, kids. Sammy, any uh, beautiful supporting parting words? Uh, no. This is obviously being pre-recorded, as yes. we've discussed behind the curtain. So nobody else has been a cunt since we recorded last time. So I have nobody to call out. Oh. Uh, do, do, Mexico do, 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 still. Do, 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 do. Breaking news. Uh-huh. I don't know if Jack Grealish is still with Aston Villa. I, I was going to say, and, and, and Mex- Mexico had a game. So eh, maybe and their fans. shit probably may, happened. Maybe their fans said some homophobic shit again, like they did the last uh, time. I haven't so. read it, but. Probably the case. Probably happened. They've it's done it now. The last assume. two, the last two professional matches they've been playing in, and even if there it. wasn't, I'm sure they chucked shit onto the field. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, it happens. All right, so we're just gonna be just mad at the Mexican fans because we're just gonna assume they did something kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's, why not? Oh, I still gotta again gotta call out the English fans because we're gonna call out the Mexican fans. The English fans were pretty fucking bad. Yeah, we talked about them last time though, yeah. and they're they're, they're probably, probably still being they're very probably bad. still being really fucking bad. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, um, but no, I gave a good bit on that last week. So very good. Well, uh, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Um, please. Plug away, tell people where they can, uh, if they want to find out more about the Canaries, where there is a good social media presence, all that kind of stuff. We always want to uh, keep sharing the love of all the clubs. So you can find me on Twitter um, at Virginia Canary. 
Um, there's also a fledgling American supporter group for Norwich um, that if you want to know more about, just contact me on Twitter. Excellent. Very good. Please well, Google whether or not fledgling is the name for a baby canary. Because <laughs> that would be fucking brilliant. Well, it's, I, I could say... Uh, as, a, as a hatchling group. <laughs> from, from personal experience, I know um, just seeing what uh, Everton in the United States was three years ago to what it is now is insane. And uh, social media presence, as long as there's enough fans that are passionate enough and want to talk about it, there's always a platform to create and grow more. So do not be discouraged. And whenever you want to chat Canaries, please give us a ring. We would love, love to talk to you about it. Um, Fledgling is the word. (laughs) Fledgling is the word for a baby canary? That was not planned. That was not planned. (laughs) (laughs) A fledgling is the stage in a flying animal's life between hatching or birth and becoming capable of flight. I mean, it's brilliant. Yes. It's brilliant. Now, I do actually just did think of some, some parting words. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you have something to say. How brilliant producer Mel is for backing you up. Hashtag Bance is short for banter, which is just like a normal thing that people do. And hashtag Bance should catch on. I'm sure the kids say it in an, uh, a setting where banter is a normal word tossed around in their vernacular. And uh, I just want to make sure that catches on. That was a Z? Yeah, pant. <laughs> absolutely it's with a Z. I need the kids to be behind it. Hashtag pants. Yeah, he's That's a little up. too millennial. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow, Daniel just pegged you right there. Cut deep. I know Xennial? You to, he, like, yeah, Daniel. He Xennial. wants to be an Xennial, he, not a I am an Xennial. Yeah. Uh, here we go with this bullshit again. See, he he keeps trying to jump like, in on us. Yeah, Gen okay. Xers like me and Sam, we just don't give a fuck. Yeah. So. And, and Listen, I told you, I also don't know what an avocado is, but I can also us. work technology. Yeah. So, okay. so, it's desperate ploy. You've been called out, Graham. Yeah, not cool. Hashtag bans, not going to fucking fly. No, I know fly. how you feel, and I don't fucking like it. <laughs> this is not fun. Uh, don't worry, Boomer. You'll be all right. <laughs> Everything will be all right. That's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Next up is injury time, which is going to be... The Whiskey Show, boys and girls. This upcoming Sunday, there's going to be about a couple dozen of us here Mm -hmm. partaking in all of the top 20, well, 19 of the 20. One of them doesn't exist. Right. We don't pay attention to Bullet. They can go fuck themselves. Um, And then- Just love your kids, man. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Be be a good father. Easy. Want me to buy it? Just be a good dad. Yeah. How about you be a good dad? If you're a good dad, maybe we'd like you. That's all you got to do. And if we go through all of those, then there's all of the 2019 whiskeys to enjoy as well. So um, if one wanted to find injury time, Sam, that drunken debacle idiocy that it is going to be, how would one find it? Very simple, actually. Just open up your internet browser of Choice, since we don't want to discriminate against those. See, that's and what you, you did go earlier. to www.patreon.com backslash D football show and subscribe to one of the top two tiers, either the five dollar tier or the nine dollar tier. Why, Mel? Because ten dollars is way too much. Goddamn right it is. So just sorry, sign Russ. up to one of those top two tiers, and you will find both sound check, which is us getting ready for the show. Sometimes boring, sometimes not. Sometimes just read the fucking description, Brody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also injury time where we preview the upcoming week, talk about the side beers we've had during the main show, uh, and then get up to all other sorts such as Hibs and uh, some of the other fun stuff. And FK Slut Stanley. 
FK Slutsk sometimes. Accrington Stanley yep. uh, is going to be the new adopted lower league team. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So, so check that out uh, at www.patreon.com backslash D football show. Excellent. Uh, we're going to take a week off. And when we come back, kids, it is the 20 clubs, 20 supporters super show. It's a rapid fire. Bang, bang, bang. Rapid fire of four fucking hours. <laughs> it's like it's like an, it's essentially the movie Tombstone. Yeah, now that I've seen it, I could reference it. Uh, Daniel, you already signed on for this shit. I feel really sorry for you, my friend, because you're right in the middle. So you're going to be like, you'll be at the part where we're like, hurry up and fucking talk. Like, <laughs> be quick. Everybody else is taking 10 minutes when we told them to take five. Be fast. <laughs> so I apologize in advance, but it's going to be a delightful shit show of 20 idiots that really don't know what they're talking about. That says it perfectly. Till next week, till two weeks from now, kids. Peace. Bants. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Graham, Sam Graham. Hit the fucking new button!